0: Today we're going to continue discussing uh, unique issues that come up because of our a state of being in our homes and not being able to be in contact with other people. A number of people are asking even though it's a long way away, or it seems a long way away, but it's really right around the corner of how one can do mechir haschametz this year, appointing a rabbi as a shliach, if you're not able to do the regular kinyan, Normally you do a kabbalist kinyan with the rabbi, he says to pick up the pen, and you pick up the pen and show that you're serious about making the rabbi a shliach or a rabbi will tell you to pick up a handkerchief or a rabbi billet uh, shlita always tells people to pick up a baseball for some reason. Uh, some rabbis will use a gartel. It could be anything. It could be uh, d- using anything. But there is such a thing called a kinyan sudar. And uh, if you're not able to come in contact with people, how in the world are we going to do a kinyan sudar? So first of all, it's important to realize that we're not selling chametz to the rabbi. Um, so we, we really shouldn't need any kinyanim at all. The kinyan is done for the actual minuishlichus, meaning the kinyan is saying that I'm doing this to make the Rabbi Meishech, but I'm not actually acquiring anything with the, uh, the kinyan. In fact, the Rambam, in the fifth parak of Hilchus Mechira, Halachiyud Gimel, tells us that Maker Adin, when you appoint a Shliach, you don't need a kinyan to appoint a Shliach. And he says, kinyan zeh, haknos advarim, mo'el klum. The kinyan that you do for these kinds of things is really useless. It doesn't help anything. Uh, so why do we do it? Oh, it's a Minag that we do. Elo lahodiyah, omer that you want to make it evident that you're serious about this Kenyan, that you're not just joking around. And uh, therefore, if you say, so then you don't need a Kenyan as long as the guy tells you that he's absolutely serious about uh, pointing you as a so the whole purpose of the Kenyan is to express how serious you are. <coughs> excuse me <coughs> about appointing the rabbi as a shliach. Don't worry, you can't catch what I have through the uh, Zoom. So, uh, so, so the <coughs> so essentially, the Rambam is saying two things. First of all, the idea of making a kinyin for minay is really ain't no there's really no reason for it. And second of all, if you had to give a reason for why the minag developed, it's just to show a certain level of seriousness. Rav Schechter pointed out that the chazanish and the stipler, when they would do mechir chavez, they didn't even do a kinyin. They thought that it was, uh, like the Ramam said, it's unnecessary, unnecessary is unnecessary. So according to that, according to the chazanish and the stipler, since it's totally unnecessary, nothing to do, why do we have to worry about this minag that the Ramam describes the reason for the minhag, we don't have to worry about such uh, minhagim. Uh, nothing to worry about; just leave it be. However, if Shachter pointed out that Rav was much more concerned with Minag Yisrael in this uh, particular case. So uh, unlike those great known makilim, the Chazanish and the Stipler, uh, Rav Salveitschik thought that we have to try to come up with a way to fulfill this, uh, this Minag Yisrael. And he says it happens all the time, and we've seen this happen, where last minute you get a phone call uh, where someone uh, is in Arizona or something, or uh, in Florida, and uh, you're in New York, and they say, oh, I forgot to sell my chametz, what do I do now? So it happens all the time where you have these kinds of situations. I remember one year, uh, my friend Rabbi Jonathan Morgenstern came to Rabbi Willig's Mechir Hizchametz, and it was a very, very terrible tragedy that had occurred in his community. The rabbi, um, just before Pesach, uh, the rabbi had died that that year, and he now became the the one responsible for everything, and he had to try to track down everyone who appointed the rabbi as the shaliach for the Mechiras Hametz, and he did, he tracked down as many people as he could, and he came into Rabbi Willig on Erev Pesach, there was one person he still hadn't tracked down, right? So then he finally, right before the Mechira, that fellow called him back, and he tracked him down. Okay, good, so he tracked him down, but he's not going to do a Kabbalist Kinyin at that point. So what do you do at, the, at that point? So uh, Rav Salvechik su- suggested that we, w- if what we're trying to accomplish is that level of seriousness, we can accomplish that in two ways. So again, clearly Mi'ik Radin, it's good enough if the appointment Appointment is done. Pixav just sending an email. Rabbi, sell my chametz for me. Uh, but the rub thought that to be mekayim this minog of making a kinyon, of showing how serious you are, you can do one of two things. First po- possible uh, option is to ask the guy if the 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 the, the fellow who's making you a shliach. If he can make a kinyan with another person who he's together with. If he can have uh, someone who's in the house with him make the kinyan for him. And that And that would work midin evet kanani. Because the halach is you can be mishachr and evet kanani. You can free an evet kanani either by giving a shtar shikhrur. Or al yedei kesef, it's a mishnah meseches kiddushin daf chav beizam beiz, beiz. Kanani, kenani atzmo be kesef al yedei that he can be kona himself with kesef al yedei The evad Kanani doesn't own any kesef. Kol mashakona evad kana and even and even and according to mayor, even if somebody gives the servant money al Rab l'rabchol reshuspo it still won't work. But we do it al yedei acherim. And that would work. And the Tulsus Beis quotes Rabbeinu uh, Shmaya that the sudar would not work outside of the presence of the party involved. That's only true by Kesef. That Kesef could work if the party's not there. But not a Kinyan sudar. The Kona, the Mikabel, has to be there if it's, you're going to do a Kinyan sudar. And picking up the pen, that's a Kinyan sudar. So, uh, however, Tulsus quotes the Rivan, that said that this sheet of Rabbeinu Shmaya was a peguddle, he said it was uh, very, very strange, because Maisim and that were Kona bis Sudar Kona ha matana. It happens all the time that your Kona with the sudar not in front of the mekabel matana, not in front of the person making the kinyan. In fact, we find throughout Shas that adim do the kinyan sudar on behalf of the Kona, and he proves this from the standard practice when it comes to Uksuba. What does it say the kanina? the and the kal is not even present what do we do at the dish? we tell the chasin you know pick up this uh, this pen and with that you're committing to yourself to what it says in the in the ksuba and the chasin has no idea what it says in the ksuba but he picks it up anyway because that's what the rabbi told him to do he really should know what it says in the ksuba so that he could really seriously be uh, committing to it and uh, the truth is the ikr ksuba he doesn't even need to commit to because that's automatic but at least the tosevas ksuba that which he's adding on to the, to the ksuba because uh, he Loves his wife, so he's adding on extra money to the ksuba, the Meyazakukim Kesef Tzaruf, that he's a kinagdan, that's the Tosefas ksuba. So that he has to make a kinyan. But I, the, the Makabel of, of that, is not there. The Kal is at the Kabbalah's pundum. she's not at the Chasen's Tish. Yeah, it's meisim Machal Yom, we do that, that, uh, that we, we apply that, uh, that rule, and therefore that's option number one. So option number one, have someone else make the kinyan. You don't have to make the kinyan yourself. The other option is that uh, the Rambam says that the entire reason to do sudders, as we pointed out, when you appoint a shliach, is to demonstrate belave shalem gamarti. So, if a man appoints a shliach to give a get and he says belave shalem gamarti, and it's not an asmachta, so that's also a kiyum of the Minog. So, the text should just include, said Rav Shachter, a line that I'm doing this with full awareness of appointing a shliach. In fact, in Nefesh HaRav, on page Kuf, I, and Tess, Rav Shachter writes that it could even be done on the phone and not in writing. It could even be done by the, the, the Rav Schechter Zalashon, Yivakesh HaRav Me'abal SheYatzir B'Pem that I am being, uh, that I, that I'm committing, that the rabbi is my shliach to sell my chametz. So in writing is good, and b- b- it's fine also. And therefore, shachter is very strongly recommended that Mechir chametz this year take place not in person, via email or something like that. Uh, Google Doc would probably do the trick as well. He's very opposed to people who are advocating for person to person meetings uh, with uh, with the rabbi, as that is a uh, sakana at this point, and uh, and uh, based on Rav Salvechik Shita, here we have a very simple eitzah. Even if and we have to realize, all things just a chumrah. Now, really, Mekor did none of this is necessary. You just, uh, of course, the ra- the person could just ask you to sell your chametz. It's not the Kenyan; he's just asking you to uh, sell your chametz. Uh, but uh, but instead of changing our regular star. From previous years, Rav Shai Shechtu told me that he spoke to his father today, and he suggested emailing everyone two separate pages this year. One which is the regular shtar, and the second should be a piece of paper that says... Basically, at the bottom, in place of the transaction that's generally formed with the rabbi when selling my chametz, I hereby declare with a full heart that I authorize the rabbi as my legal agent to sell my chametz with all seriousness and authority. And that's it, and that's the belev shalem, gamarti. Now, the actual mechira that's done with the guy that's a little trickier, meaning the guy l'chora does have to be uh, present. Uh, we do all sorts of kinyanim with the non-Jew because Tosas Savod Zara points out that there's a machlokas whether the Ikr kinyan by an akum is with kesef or with meshicha. Meshicha is impossible to do on all the chametz that's being sold because he can't obviously go and pick up all the chametz that's being sold. So to compensate for that, we do a million different uh, kinyanim. So we do a kinyan agav the karka. We rent him the karka, and then once he's uh, wherever the chametz. Is the karka where the Khamit is, and agav the karka is being called to the chameetz as well. We do a handshake based on the We do a chalipin based on the Mem explains. <laughs> and we even do a shtar, even though it doesn't normally work for Metaltalim, but we use the shtar to lease the land as well. And uh, <coughs> and then agav that land, he's going to receive the Khamit. And that lends a certain air of seriousness to it as well. And also, the guy takes it more seriously because in a secular society, if you're doing a serious transaction, there's always a star with it. Now, most of those kinyanim need to be done in person. So for that, we're, we're going to have to, our poskim are going to have to deal with how to best go about doing that. Because in previous years, uh, Rabbanim would get together in groups of 10, 20, 30, 40 rabbis with a single guy. And by the way, the guy that most of us are the non-Jew that most of us sell our Hametz to, who is uh, the the, you know the, the greatest uh, buyer of chametz in the world is John Brown. He's a man in his eighties. He has no business probably being in a room with forty people. Uh, you know it's a very risky proposition. So we're going to have to figure out. Certainly wearing gloves may help if uh, we dispose of the gloves immediately after the, the Kinanim, for the handshake at least, to wear the gloves, um, but uh, we may have to have many, many other smaller Mechiras chametz. We'll have to see what our poskim say about this in order that, or we'll have to all appoint Rabbi Willig to be our shliach to sell the chametz for our Balabatim so that he could do the Mechira just with him and, uh, and the non-Jew. We'll have to come up with some sort of Eitzah. That's going to be a problem. And just one more point to make, that there are other benefits of doing mechiras chametz in person, one that's uncomfortable to talk about, but there are rabbis that make a lot of money from mechiras chametz because people use that opportunity to give the rabbi uh, some some money as uh, you know for for the shlichus um, in our community in five towns probably the rabbi that has more members in his shul. definitely the rabbi that has more members in his shul than anybody else, and therefore the one that stands to lose the most by not doing this in person, is uh, Rabbi Billet. Rabbi Billet has been at the forefront of saying, not in person, we cannot risk anything, we have to, uh, you know, everything has to be done online. So uh, so that's just one nukuda to consider, but not a reason to chas v'shalom be on pikuach nefesh. Um, And then a final point is that I always found that the greatest benefit of personal mechiras chametz is to have some one-on-one time for the rabbi with each congregant. And during times like this, it would seem even more important to do so, that people need you, the rabbi needs to take the pulse of the people and find out what's going on, and this provides an opportunity to do so. So maybe, maybe if I could suggest that the rabbis will send out the forms, and if the, the shul is uh, is able to arrange it, send out the forms and have everybody call with a video call. WhatsApp would work fine for something like this just so that you can slot in five minute uh, slots, that you could uh, check in and see how everybody's doing before Yomtev, what their plans are, how their plans have changed, do they have what they need, because that's really the primary benefit of uh, of an in person meeting, more so than the chumra of Kinyan Sudar or than the couple of bucks that the rabbi is going to get. The primary benefit is the opportunity it affords to check in with people. So, Beis Rosh uh, hopefully by Pesach this will all have passed and we'll be able to do many mechiras chamitzes in person. But uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be that way because mechiras chamitz start the uh, appointing rabbi as an agent starts uh, pretty soon, and uh, it's not. Uh, this is not an insurmountable problem by, uh, by any stretch. Okay, everyone should have a wonderful day. I apologize that the audio was messed up. I did record it, so it'll be on, uh, on YUTOA as well.